0: Now, Mike, if Minister Nene has to give good news to South Africans this afternoon, what would that be?
1: Well, I think for people at work, it would mean that we get a a proper reduction in the tax rates, um, you know, to account for inflation properly. Um, That hasn't happened in the last uh, 12 or 13 years. Uh, We've always had a bit of bracket creep. We were given uh, 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 increases in in the brackets, but uh, always less than the inflation rate. And I think that would be a big uh, boost for people with jobs, uh, certainly in the formal sector. Um, But I think what we're more likely to get, obviously, as you said, we are going to see tax increases. And I think what we're going to get is a higher tax rate on fuel and not by the usual 10 or 15 cents, but probably between 40 and 50 cents to make up the shortfall that he needs uh, of about 12 billion that he indicated in October that he would like as an extra income, the rest may then come from uh, not giving us the full bracket increases uh, for inflation. Um, that's what I think is going to happen. And then, obviously, what most people don't really always talk about is that he's indicated that there will be a 25 billion rand saving. On uh, stuff from the uh, or on spending from the government um, itself,
0: but I guess the devil lies in the detail there because one would like to know exactly how that will be affected, but uh, there have also been suggestions, Mike, about uh, the an introduction of a significant hike to the fuel levy. What do you make of that?
1: Well, as I said, there's very likely to be a, a significant hike in the fuel levy. It makes sense at this time of the economic cycle. The economy, uh, as we saw now in the fourth quarter, did bounce back, but it's still a little bit of a weak economy because we do have power outages. If one wants to say it's uh, you know the lower oil prices versus power outages, that's uh, the main drivers of our economy seemingly now. But while the oil prices are low, it won't have that much of an inflationary impact. And if one looks at where the oil prices are now, we're going to get an increase of about one rand next month. So adding 45 cents and, say, another few cents for the oil prices in the next month will still only take us to around 12 rand a litre, which is still less than the 14 rand, 40 cents more or less, what the oil price was in May last year, or the petrol price. And under those circumstances, certainly I think uh, you know that's somewhere they'd be looking at because they will still have a significant reduction in inflation, and it won't be as harmful uh, because people certainly uh, got used to the higher oil prices in one way or another, and they would still end up having a lower overall petrol price.
0: And uh, what do you make of the clarity that is sought on reforms to provident and pension funds, given what we've seen already where uh, scores of public servants, especially teachers, have now started to cash in?
1: Yeah, look, I mean, that's a very unique uh, situation. We have some of the best pension assets in the world or highest uh, pension assets in the world in South Africa. And certainly, I don't think people should be cashing in. I think we need to get a system whereby you can't cash in until you retire at a minimum age of, say, 55 or um, uh, that type of stuff. I don't think that should be allowed. That's something that is uniquely... um, going on right now I don't think the government is looking at uh, sort of nationalizing our pensions or whatever the case may be but that seems to have taken hold in certain circles and that rumor keeps flying when one does presentations every now and then it comes up where people just seem to believe that government is going to raid their pension funds and that is unfortunately uh, a, a very harmful rumor for them because then later in life when they need that money it won't be there
0: And that balancing act obviously will also need to look at keeping the trade unions happy, that uh, social welfare net. Uh, The minimum wage demands uh, so far registered ranges from 4,000 to 8,000 rand per month. Now, how does the minister actually walk this tightrope?
1: Well, the minister of finance has very little to do with the minimum wage. Um, He has a little bit to do with the negotiations on state salaries. And uh, that could set an example, but state salaries already are very high in South Africa, and it's one of the areas that we're going to expect the minister, and not just uh, uh, South Africans and and overseas people, but just out of a very logical sense that uh, the government salary bill now takes up nearly 14% of our GDP. And that's a very big amount that puts us into the top four countries in the world, uh, vis-à-vis state salaries uh, as a percentage of uh, GDP. And that says to you that other money could be used for service delivery in the form of actual products and, uh, say, medicines or books or whatever the case may be, and we won't always have that because we're spending so much on the on the wages. And that's something that the minister is going to have to look at. But the actual minimum wages, that is a legislational issue that will come probably from the Department of Labor and not from the Ministry of Finance.
0: And then just finally, Mike, before we let you run, ESCOM, of course, top of mind for many people. Um, What can the Minister say to actually allay fears and reassure people and the market in general that we are on track?
1: Well, there are a few things. First of all, he can give uh, a lot more clarity as to the guarantees that we're going to give ESCOM, the money that uh, more detail on the money that we're going to get ESCOM, Uh, say the selling of shares of Vodacom or whatever, that's what we expect and some of that money going there, then later the emissions uh, and the carbon sort of taxes, if you wish, the green energy taxes, um, a lot of that will hit ESCOM and its customers, which is all of us. Um, That could be uh, delayed for another while, uh, or perhaps it could be uh, softened so that that doesn't form another blow to the economy come next year, because that is something that's on the horizon for 2016. Um, So I think industry specifically wants some clarity on that, and it's quite clear that ESCOM is a big headache, but we must remember ESCOM is different to other parastatals at the moment in the main, in that it's actually building infrastructure, whereas many of the other parastatals that need money, the uh, SA Express and SAA, they need uh, guarantees for their running costs. Uh, We're not talking about them needing guarantees to buy planes. So ESCOM guarantees are going to be needed uh, more and more um, for the power stations that we have, which are now getting very expensive um, to run, and also the new ones that we're building. And we need to put that into uh, context because uh, the modern economy needs that electricity to run.